Welcome, beautiful one, to the Remarkable Souls podcast. I'm your host, Ann Ribley, here to share with you insights, inspiration, and interviews on what it means to become a remarkable soul. This week's Monday mantra, I receive my upward shift. Let what you need be received. Allow yourself to claim the upward shift ready to come forward for you. That's right. There is an upward shift that is ready for you, that is needed for you at this time. And you can receive it. You can name it. You can claim it. You can use this anytime you want it to rush in, to feel the presence of it, whether it's a shift for a state of mind, peace in the heart, a life advancing opportunity, monetary abundance, resolution with a difficulty, clarity consciousness, relationship love, healing and recovery. No matter what it is, you can claim the upward shift that you're ready to receive. Let the upward shift fill your heart, your mind, and life with the source, life-giving nourishment and substance and all that would fuel and feed and, and nourish the upward shift that you are ready to receive. Here are multiple sources of inspiration for this mantra, and it's really relevant at this time. As we approach September 1st, which there will be a full moon on September 1st, and it's a powerful energetic full moon as it holds the energetics to a shifting time. I'm calling it the September shift where some clear demarcation, some line, some shift that we have all been in for the last six months is going to redefine, reshape, and shift a whole new story, a whole new way of becoming, because we've all had to step into our deep inner worlds, facing fears, tuning into the traumas that have existed within ourselves and in the collective, tuning towards what has been hidden that's now being brought to the light. There's so much that this time is activating a profound shift and really creating your intention to allowing this shift to move you in the upward shift that you are ready to receive versus letting it spiral you into deeper levels of scarcity, division, lack is now the time to claim it, name it, bring it to light. I receive my upward shift. I have so many components of inspiration behind this mantra, but the most important is, is it is, it is timely relevant right now. I really want you to call it in for yourself. I receive my upward shift, whatever it means for you. And this is what's been interesting about this catalyst of change that we've all went through in the last six months is we have all had to look at our own signature, unique combination of our inner fears, of our inner woundings, deep stuck patterns, inner traumas, and how that's all connecting out and into the collective and really clearing 
and allowing a transformative process within ourselves. We have been cocooning like the caterpillar becoming the butterfly. And that's what the September shift is really about opening to this new transformation into the butterfly life that this last six months have served to prepare us for in our own upward shift, whatever that means for each of us. Because this whole experience that we've went through, no one has been untouched with. Doesn't matter how much fame, claim, celebrity, status, everybody has had to go inward and do their own cocooning and becoming something more than what we were before. And in this great reset, we have this opportunity to receive the next upward shift that's ready for us. I've had a few people recommend Gay Hendrick's book, The Big Leap. And when I was told again for the third time by someone recently, oh, you got you to gotta listen to this book and you'll love it, The Big Leap. I thought, well, I have three credits on Audible. I hadn't listened to any books in a while. So because I've been really focusing and busy on my internal creational projects. So I've been listening more inwardly and allowing that channel to come through. So I downloaded the audiobook and I'm I'm partly through it. Not all the way, but Gay Hendricks talks about the big leap is about breaking through upper limit issues that we have. And what I loved about the way he was sharing it that is so unique is he talks about our upper limit issues that we have that's holding us back and keeping us contained. I have a good friend who calls it, who refers to some of the things that keep us entrapped as the containment field. And there's things within the world that are containment fields. And then there's things within our own personal world, which are keeping us in a form of a matrix or a containment field. So in Gay Hendricks, The Big Leap, he's talking about our upper limit. That's almost like we have a built-in containment field that's keeping us in some sort of repetitive boxed in state when what maybe what we desire is somewhere on the outside of that. And a lot of times we think that we have sabotaging patterns, we have worthiness issues, we have all these very self-critiquing analyzation ways in which we think we're holding ourselves back. That's what I hear commonplace in common language in why people think they're being, they, they can't make the big leap or what, what is their upper limit problem or what's keeping them closed in. And what he is saying, which is reminds me of something that Brene Brown said, is that we have upper limit problems because we don't know how to hold the space to feel good long enough to break through what is those higher desire lines and feeling good states 
and having dreams come true and having abundance come in and sustaining that without allowing ourselves to go back into the patterns of chaos, drama, um, sabotage, you know, in the form of relationships, conflicts, health issues, is he calls these upper limit problems. And I was really inspired by that because what I think it's about is like allowing this deeper sense of knowing that we can make breakthroughs, not having it be so hard and self-deprecating and critiquing and um, for when we do run into these blocks is actually think, oh, okay, this is an upper limit problem. And how can I allow myself to sit in more of a longer sustaining place to feel good? So it reminded me so much of when I got deeply inspired by Wayne Dyer, when he was sharing about that, when he was struggling with a difficulty with one of his kids, that through some addiction issues that he would say to himself, I want to feel good. I want to feel good. And he would claim that state because he said, no amount of feeling bad was going to solve the problem because he said, I would be the first to tell you, let's dose out more feeling bad, more worry, if that was an effective way to solve the problem, but it doesn't. And so he would say, repeat to yourself, I want to feel good. He would repeat it to himself whenever he'd find himself in a state where he could spiral into not feeling good. And it was just so simple and true. And I think it's so important at this time when there's so many energies that are pulling at us in ways in which we could go along with not having long sustaining periods to choose to feel good, to celebrate the joy in a moment when it's happening or celebrate the success as it is, as it is happening. I remember I was years ago, I was in the practice that whenever I did receive a gift, like a monetary gift, and let's say I didn't know how much it was, but I received it. I remember I would sit in the feeling of the joy of it long before I looked at the amount because I didn't want to get too busy and active in the mind. I'd want to expand that moment of joy and gratitude, thankfulness. And I didn't realize that that was like a form of practicing expanding an upper limit. And so this mantra was inspired from the place of, can you receive the upward shift that you need and allow it to come in and sustain a place that expands your joy, feeling good empowerment, instead of inviting in constricting, counteracting energies that can keep us boxed into a conditioned comfort zone, even though I wouldn't call it comfort, but it's really like a conditioned boxed in zone where our upper limit is where we really desire to break through. That's like calling it like breaking through the glass ceiling is not realizing how 
We have allowed ourselves to be in a containment field through different conditioned energetic practices and responses in adaptive ways that is keeping us confined. Brene Brown talks about this in her work on vulnerability is that we can feel so much joy in a moment and love that immediately we allow some form of catastrophizing to enter in to steal us from that joy that we're feeling. So I loved how the remembrance that I had of Brene Brown's um, teachings and sharings about how we really do feel vulnerable when we have joy and how the, the mind can, can begin to go to immediately, you know, conditioned responses of worry, anxiety, and some form of catastrophizing or conflict or drama when we are in that vulnerability and how Gay Hendricks in The Big Leap is talking about how that's an upper limit issue. And how do you begin to resolve that? You begin to, to expand that territory of allowing yourself to sit in the presence, to feel good and in your joy and in that moment of celebration for longer and longer stretches. This is why for the month of September, I'm going to be doing the September shift soul inspired manifesting series where we're going to focus on one focus, one goal, one month, and it's going to be highly interactive and we're going to build momentum and we're going to be celebrating. We're going to be holding space to feel good in the direction of what we want to be creating something new with. This mantra also was inspired by several years ago, I had led a full moon ritual ceremony and my older kids and my nieces showed up for it with the group that I was leading. And it was on a beautiful piece of property. And we all circled up after the full moon ritual together. And everybody just shared an energizing word to the experience of the ritual of what they want to be creating. And my oldest son in the circle said upward shift. And my niece who was there, who was just getting ready to graduate as a doctor of chiropractic to open up her chiropractic office resonated so strongly when my son, her cousin, said upward shift in that full moon ritual ceremony that we were doing that she said, I'm going to name my office that. And so lo and behold, a year later, she has an office that's up and thriving and practicing and doing great in Naples, Florida. It's called Upward Shift. And I love it because within that name is really the mission that her office is about, which is giving people that upward shift with their health, with their vitality, with their understanding of consciousness and relationship with their body on so many levels. So as I was reflecting on how this full moon here in September is all about the September shift. It's all about 
new creations that are going to come through and be born and that are going to be life-changing for each and every one of us, what we commit to, what we go forward to, what's the new story that we're writing. And I was really reflecting on how a couple years before that, how we were at the full moon ritual in September and how the upward shift was the word that my son said and how her office came to be. And I'm like, this is the mantra. This is the mantra that best says it for this week. I receive my upward shift. So what is it that you need? What is it that you need to claim that upward shift in? Find many different ways in which you can use this this week from a, from a consciousness standpoint, from a place in your heart, from monetary abundance to some form of opportunity to healing and recovery in some capacity, I receive my upward shift. And may this mantra serve as a gateway as we enter into September, as a doorway into your upward progress, breakthrough. Let it be named and claimed and felt and received. I receive my upward shift. And if you want to join me in my Soul Inspired Manifesting series, we'll be starting at the beginning of September and going all the way through one focus, one goal, one month, and really build powerful, meaningful momentum for the upward shift that is ready to come through. May you receive the upward shift that is ready to come through for you, to support you, to serve you, to guide you, to shield you, to hold you, most importantly, nourish you into the full expression of your worthy well-being to live your soul-inspired life. Namaste, my beautiful one. Namaste. Namaste.